Hello and welcome to Marifa Podcast. I go by the name of Natumi and you're tuned in to another episode. For anybody who's a returnee, thank you for taking the time to be back here listening to me and my opinions. For anybody who is tuned in for the first time, welcome, 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 welcome. Really excited because I get to talk about a band that I really like. I get to do an album review, share my thoughts and ideas about the album and get to hear back from you guys when you leave a comment, you subscribe to the podcast, you subscribe to the channel. I will be posting this up on the channel Marifa TV. So I'm just making sure that I do not swear (laughs) in any part of this little chit chat that we have. I'm super excited as always. And I hope that you guys are doing well, you know, support a black sister who's out here doing things, doing some things. Okay. Yeah. And join the family, join the family, share it with a friend, share it with an enemy, share it with just share it okay okay that being said i'm going to be doing a review of sati soul's latest album midnight train this is their fifth studio album congratulations to them for anybody who doesn't know sati soul is a kenyan afro pop band and the members are bien chimano savara and polycap on the guitar as i've mentioned this is their fifth studio album and they did have an ep in 2012 which was a really good ep it was really strong really current as well i'm actually going to go back and listen to it because i have not listened to it in a really long time it hits so well with the pulse music of the time great producers as well who worked on it south african producers had a really nice electronic feel to it which was gorgeous yeah love it oh my god i'm having i'm having a full-on moment just thinking back i was introduced to south when i was in uni and i remember my friend telling me about them and was like this is so you you're gonna love these guys and truthfully it was not a lie it was not a lie ever since then i've been hooked on them they're amazing amazing artists they've grown so much we've seen them change the glow up has been real when it comes to salty soul i was meant to see salty soul in march of 2020 and then coronavirus said sit at home sit at home music venues were closed and remain closed and being realistic we're gonna have to just wait until whatever happens with with that happens hopefully at some point salsa soul will be able to come back and we'll be able to see them live and now we have the album i think that would have been very different because i was excited to hear the new music like the first time see how the vibe catches you but now listen to the album and we're going to talk about the album a little bit more but it will still be good to be able to to see them live see i want to see somebody live at this point (laughs) okay i want just anybody (laughs) just i might have to do a concert for myself outside in the garden so that i can be able to get the entertainment that i'm missing i'm alive events kind of person it's been difficult but i'm happy that we can be able to hold on to the hope and the will that in due time when things are better we can be able to congregate together and enjoy a good south soul concert so as i've mentioned south soul is a kenyan afro pop band they've been together the mid 2000 because the first album was in 2008 
they've given us hit after hit evolving as we're watching them and it's been good to see it we love to see a good glow up and this is definitely one that we've gotten from them Soul recently signed on to Universal Records this is the first album that we're seeing them on a major label things budgets are bigger it's always interesting seeing artists build themselves over a period of time from more so independent artists to being on a label to building their own label and then now getting on a major label the budget changes up the visuals change up and you see a different execution of the ideas and um, the visions that they have for their music so that's definitely one thing that we've seen change up in this project the midnight train with the album once again i do want to point out these are my own opinions as a music connoisseur (laughs) my own opinions if you agree or well and good if you don't hopefully you do not get offended it's just a conversation it's a conversation so midnight train as always i'm going to start with a little bit of what i liked what i didn't like so much about the album overall opinions and thoughts around the album and we'll go from there So Midnight Train is a 13 track project. It features India Ree, Shoma Jozi, Black Motion. Starting from the visuals of the album, the picture of the album is taken by Osbud Masharia, who is an amazing photographer, very futuristic in the work that he does. And that comes 100, 1000%. That comes through. They're on a train like a rusty kind of old school train there's megaphones the styling as well is gorgeous from different colors we have reds yellows prints overall it's a beautiful image i think it's an image that really captures the group it really there's a moon as well i think that's very important because of the fact that it's midnight they're on a train execution to a different degree i'm telling you he read the briefing and he was like you know what let me give you a little bit of something something that you are not going to take for granted come through come through on all different levels Mashari, you get an a plus on this one you get it we are giving you the a plus so to so we love it because you gave the foundation of what he could be able to work with overall the image is gorgeous the image is powerful and it just illuminates a really dope idea that I really don't even know how I can be able to put it into words. It's really gripping. My apologies because of the fact that I didn't even check about who did the styling in this shoot, but I really like it. Really, really like it. Love it. Cannot fault. That was, that's really started in a really nice way. The album opens with a bit of an intro and then it goes into the title track of the album Midnight Train, of which samples Toto's Africa. As always with Salty Soul, you get very positive, reflective lyrics that are really beautiful. It then goes on to Insecure. And the difficulty that I have with Insecure, Insecure is not a bad song, but then personally, I wasn't keen on the visuals, which really influenced how I actually feel about the song in itself. Listening back, it's a okay song as well, in my own opinion. And then you move on to the next track, which is Feel My Love. It's a little bit of a toxic love situation. We rebuke those ones on your behalf, but we do love Chimano on the lead of this. I have to say overall that is one thing that really stood out to me where Chimano was leading I first of all I'm absolutely biased when it comes to his voice he's got a gorgeous voice a deep 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 
gorgeous voice and I feel really seen and heard by him but equally enough the places that he took lead on I was absolutely blown away with them and I really loved them I think other times we've always had him really just having you know a little bit of a hint a great blend a great lift bridge taking us to the next level but then this in this particular album we have him on more on a few more leads than expected and I really enjoyed it. And then as well with um, Brighter Days, which is a collaboration with Soweto Gospel Choir. For whatever reason, the visuals really didn't take me. And because of that, I ended up really skipping over this song. And I'm very aware because I see the reason why the visuals have been done the way that they've been done, having a sense of a theme going through directors visually. But then I've always really liked Sautiso in the sense of they always have something that's connected them to Kenya. So the fact that I'm aware that their videos are being done out of Kenya, you know, my emotions can't handle it. <laughs> Clearly, it seems my emotions cannot handle it. And I feel slightly disconnected with them because of that reason. But then at the same time, I'm aware of the reason why it's happening. They're signed onto a label that's in South Africa that's based there. So the visuals have more or less been produced there for that fact and that reason. But as a fan, I'm very conscious of the fact that it's made me become really disconnected with them. And the similarities as well. I think that's another thing. The similarity between the visuals to me were too close. So I ended up just tapping out. And that's between Insecure and Brighter Days. Once again, beautiful song, Brighter Days, but not necessarily a standout for me. But their voices, their harmonies blended so, so beautifully. And I think Saudi Soul are very aware of the fact that they want to be able to cater to a bit of a more broader market. And then you want to be able to to have those tracks that are gonna get the, you know, the young the youngers come out to the party and we'll get to those ones. Nendalote follows Brighter Days and I really enjoyed this track and this has nothing to do with my love for Savara absolutely nothing to do with it it gives you a really good old school feel that Congolese band refined feel of music that touches and just slaps you in a different way and you're like you know what yeah we don't we don't no violence but it hits you differently it's such a good breakup song <laughs> Savara is talking about lawyers. He's talking about go bring your mom, go bring your cousin, bring everyone and go. But just go because you'll say that you're leaving. This is how it's going to be. Anybody after this time of quarantine and what we've been through in 2020, this is your song. If you've decided that you're going to leave each other, just play the song. And at least you have the strength of the fact that you can dance to the song when you are able to go to the pubs. <laughs> This is such bad advice. It's such bad, bad, horrid advice. Another thing that I love about Saudi Soul is the fact that they have always been about producing larger bodies of work. They are not solely driven by singles after singles, of which is a huge culture and a huge pull in Kenya. They have always been really about producing like good catalogue of, of songs, a good catalogue of songs and really being able to let us have an insight of who they are. And distinctively, because of that reason, we can be able to see such a huge growth from their first album all the way to where they are today. Once again, reflecting back when we talk about the look of the album to them as artists, them as individual artists, but also as, as a unit, things that we're constantly being able to see within this album. 
Overall, the album has a very grown-up feel. They're talking about that serious, deep love, that lifelong love. And wherever it is, the decisions that they're talking about them are people who have gone through some things. They have gone through some things. And I enjoyed that. I actually really enjoyed that type of insightful and reflective space that they have been able to actually really put across in this album. Savara and his Swahili bars automatically give the album a plus on top of everything else that they're doing. And they've had good collaborations within the album. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but for their previous album, which was a collaboration album, it featured Burner Boy, T was Savage. So having given us an album that was full of collaborations, it was nice, number one, that this album pulled back. They were well thought out, but we still got some good collaborations, new ones as well, not recycled ones. So whoever's making that happen, okay, we love to see it. We love to see it. None other than the queen of self-affirmation and beauty herself. Melanin in all its glory, all its beauty. I am telling you, I feel like the collaboration that Saudi Soul have had with India Ree was with me. It's like I was singing the vocals. Look up. I was playing the guitar, the guitar. I was there on the drums and <laughs> vocalizing in each and every single way. But this was done, executed so beautifully with Indie Ari, my everything, my everything. So gorgeous. And the thing that I really enjoyed about this is because it was equally as much of the uniqueness of Indie Ari and the uniqueness of Saudi soul. And that is definitely what you want to be able to get with a collaboration. <laughs> I, I'm even a part of me is like, I would want to see visuals for this, but then a part of me is like, we're just happy. We're happy with the song. So just leave it as it is. We're happy to just have this on replay, 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 replay. And we can deal with that. BN is and was fantastic on the lead of this, the vocals, the blend, everything absolutely everything hey you know when you just start feeling you know you need somebody <laughs> who can help you understand these lyrics and what they're talking about because <laughs> quarantine quarantine has been it's it's been it's drawn me closer to god <laughs> that's all we can say i hope it's done the same to you but truth of the matter, this is definitely one of the stick out tracks for me. It was a good meeting point for both the group and the artist in the Ori. And this is what you want to be able to get out of a good collaboration of which they delivered on. The lyrics were beautiful. The delivery as well was just beautiful as well. Just collectively wonderful. And then we move on to the next collaboration in the album. And this is featuring Mortimer, who is a Jamaican reggae and roots artist. Truthfully, having spend a huge chunk a huge chunk of may into june listening to mortimer i was not expecting this track to go the way it did considering that he has a very distinctive roots and reggae sound that does not come across in the track in the same way that we're saying india re really comes across you know you know it is her i felt with mortimer it didn't happen and I was a little bit disappointed with that I mean I kind of feel like you can't just you can't win them all and maybe the track in itself is something that will grow on me more than my initial thoughts of how it is but I'm very aware that I was listening to a lot of his own solo stuff his EP is fantastic so that's actually an EP that I would recommend his own visuals are really nice as well they're executed really well and I've been enjoying that so check that out overall there's points that I felt the band sounded very very polished so much so like an ensemble a 
school choir kind of feel. This can go two ways. For me, I think I've always liked the little bit of the grittiness of unrefined kind of essence that Saudi soul always have in their their music that kind of live edgy feel and that doesn't come across in this album it doesn't come across in most of their songs which I feel tips them into kind of missing that unique you know je ne sais quoi that x factor that they really did have for a long time but I I'm very aware that this these are things that come when bigger labels are coming and music needs or is the desires for music to sound a certain way so they can be packaged and massly distributed. But I'm a little bit saddened by that aspect. I am. I am, truthfully. I feel like the only time that that comes back is with a track like Roomba Japani and Okelo Max being a standout voice. And then also the Narabi horn players. Hey! Oh my goodness. Woo! When I'm telling you, you know, when people came to do work, there's another track that the Nairobi home players are on with Ben Soul. Ah, your track like nothing else. This is this is the type of energy that I'm about. So it's quite interesting being able to see Saudi Soul having this whole kind of shift, which is beautiful in itself. It's brought about a huge part of the makeup of how this album is but then the end of this album being this moment rumba japani hey i'm telling you this this is the track this is the track that really just held it together of just being able to have a, a nice stamp of what kenyan music sounds like and what kenyan artistry sounds like and i like them for that 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 was a very redeeming point in this album so it was nice it was nice to be able to have a little bit of a blend of what came before with Savara and the track that he led on and then having this which is very now it's very current and then closing out with Disco Matanga which features Shoma Josie which lends to a wider conversation I think a lot of artists now feel and even Saudi Soul themselves mentioned at some point the decision that they made in using the name Susanna in the song Susanna instead of using a, a name from um, any one of the ethnic tribes in Kenya because they wanted it to be able to have a massive pill. And I always bring across the argument of, did we not sing for Chioma? Are we not still singing for Chioma even till today? So we can be able to sing for anybody else. Food for thought for whoever wants to chew on it. Having said that, we do get a track, Disco Matanga, which is in Luya. And it's such a fantastic song. The energy in it, the performance level in it. There's a video of them performing on a South African broadcasting channel because the song was also featured in the original series, the Netflix, the first African original Netflix series, Queen Sono. And it's so good so much energy pulsating through the song and having Shoma Josie as a featured artist and as well as Black Motion having produced it and then Saudi Soul then now slapping on this other energy on top of it it's done so well executed so beautifully and it goes to show that there's a consciousness of being able to have a great balance of things of wanting your music to reach far beyond your borders but then also being able to take what is you, what is uniquely yourself, your language, 
and giving it to people worldwide. And we receive it. We receive it, Salty Soul. We receive it so well. Standout tracks for me, I would say confidently I have four standout tracks. So Rumba Japani, Disco Matanga, Nenda Lote, and closing that as well as a collaboration with India Re, My Everything. Those are my thoughts. I had many thoughts when it came to this album, but I'm really proud of the guys. I'm proud of Salty Soul. Fifth album is not an easy feet but you've done it and we're waiting for us to be able to meet once again me i'm ready soon enough soon enough but guys let me know what you think about the album if you've had an opportunity to listen to it what are your standout tracks do you agree or disagree with any of my thoughts and opinion on the album as of now be happy be joyful listen to some salty soul there's enough of a catalog to be able to go back on I'm going to go back and listen to the EP. I'm going to listen to the album once again as we continue to grow, learn and love. I'm Natumi and this is Marufa Podcast, Marufa TV because I'll be posting this up for you guys as well on the channel. Like, subscribe, share, leave a comment, do something. <laughs> Thank you for taking out the time to be with me and I will see you next time.